In an executive order issued earlier this year, President Obama called for the creation of information security analysis organizations. ISAOs, or ISAOs as they're known, would serve as focal points for cybersecurity information sharing and collaboration within the private sector and between the private sector and government. Unlike ISACs, information sharing and analysis centers, which focus on specific industries, ISAOs are aimed to address a specific cybersecurity challenge or a geographic region. An ISAO could be a not-for-profit community, a membership organization, or a single company facilitating sharing among its customers or partners. Sam Visner is a Senior Vice President and General Manager for Cybersecurity at the consultancy ICF International, and he's working on standing up an ISAO that focuses on cybersecurity research and development, and will be promoting that idea at the forthcoming Gartner Security and Risk Conference in National Harbor, Washington suburb. Right now, who could really tell you what are the top six cyber R&D problems you need to solve, and who could tell you who's attempting to solve them, and who could tell you how the results of that work will be employed and in which industry? I don't think we're, we're close to having those answers yet, but I think the executive order provides a good opportunity for us to do so. If and when the ISAO for cyber R&D is established, it would act with strong support and maybe guidance from the government to first essentially establish the roster of institutions, government agencies, companies, universities, nonprofits, national labs, FFRDCs, who are members of the community. Secondly, I think it would work with the government to define which are the key problems that need to be solved, and it would survey its membership organizations for both interest in and capacity to address solving those problems. It would establish a clearinghouse of information, a data structure, and a repository of information and a set of collaborative tools, which today there's an embarrassment of riches in terms of collaborative tools. It would convene periodically conferences on key problems that needed to be solved allow people to speak on the approaches that they're taking to those problems and facilitate and cause the formation and institutionalization of a professional community of interest around each of those problems as well as the overall challenge of cyber R&D. And in fact, we're just thinking um, today of what all these things really would. I mean, yesterday we were, I was discussing with the people who are, with whom we're working on building this R&D ISAO, how this would really work. So the answers I'm giving you right now are provisional as we get ourselves organized. Down the road, this organization could be identifying existing solutions that others may not have been aware of and then somehow making that available to other organizations too? I don't think I could have said that better. One of the issues that I think we face today is that there is a lot of really good thinking that's taking place, but not everybody is, is, is aware of that thinking, and we're not necessarily in a position to apply to the benefits of that thinking. And particularly in the research and development area, where so much R&D is taking place in the private sector, and the government may not, be, may not necessarily be seeing it. And even the government's own um, cyber R&D community, I think, would benefit from, from perhaps from some more coordination. As well as identifying the problems, then these different research organizations could either go on their own or work together, I guess, collaborate in coming up with certain solutions. Sure. That's right. You know, Eric, going back to World War II and the post-war period, 
You know, it, it's an extraordinary American advantage. Our ability when we when we want to, when we're inclined to collaborate and build collaborative uh, structures and collaborative solutions. I mean, during the Second World War, the Manhattan Project brought together under very strict security guidelines too a very wide-ranging community of, of people in a broad variety in a broad range of disciplines. And our our opponents, the Nazis, and others. Uh, never expected that, you know, they not only did they not have a lot of respect for American science, they didn't have much respect for American organization. It turns out our science was great, and we were able to out-organize them in ways that, that allowed us to gain extraordinary advantage. And I think if we can build the right collaborative structures, we can, this is a real force multiplier for us. Visitor says collaboration on a wide range of matters, not just cybersecurity R&D, is critical if America wants to defend against cyber threats. There simply are not enough good people doing this work. And I don't know that we're training them quickly enough. So if we don't do a better job of collaboration and we don't accelerate our implementation, we're going to be struggling in future. If we don't move fast now, we just don't have enough resources. And if we don't collaborate effectively now, if people are operating in stovepipes and pockets, then the limited resources we have are going to be sub-optimized against the national challenge. That's Sam Visner of ICF International. And I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.